the FT. Greece's banks are once again in the line of fire, caught in the middle of tensions between the eurozone and Greece over a potential bailout. The Greek banks have only a few days of money left. I'm Patrick Jenkins, the financial editor at the FT, and I'm joined by Ronit Ghosh, banks analyst at Citigroup, and Martin Arnold, uh, banking editor at the FT. Ronit, you've recently been on a fact-finding mission to Greece. How long do you think the Greek banks can survive the current turmoil? Not very long at all. They've got literally a few days left in terms of liquidity. The challenge in the short term is all about cash and liquidity. Medium to long term, it's about capital and solvency. And obviously, those are interlinked. In the short term, since last Monday, we've obviously been in capital and deposit controls. Of course, you know, it's 60 euros a day, withdrawals from ATMs, but the money is running out fast. Industry experts that we have spoken to, people who are working in Greek banks are telling us that money is leaving at a rate of between 150 million euros and 250 million euros a day last week after capital controls were imposed. How much cash was there in the banks? Uh, Estimates vary between 500 million and a billion as of last weekend. So on that kind of run rate, you put those numbers together, some point in the middle of this week, I think the cash starts running out. At least one or two banks will run into real difficulty. And it's perhaps no surprise that the ECB have basically, and uh, the Greek authorities, extended this bank holiday up to the end of Wednesday, because I think some kind of new proposal, new technical arrangement needs to be put in place for Thursday. So it's a question of days now. Now, of course, the great hope, everyone's got their fingers crossed that some kind of political progress can be made at the summits of of European leaders and finance ministers. But that may be a a rather hopeful outlook. And indeed, the banks may have to remain closed for longer than you suggest. In the meantime, their situation has worsened. Not only have they kind of access to new liquidity been frozen at the current 89 billion or so, but the ECB has toughened the collateral requirements, meaning that they have to post new collateral in order to continue to have the liquidity that they have already outstanding. So do they have that collateral to be able to post it? And how much spare do they have if things get even worse? They do have the collateral, but big picture, the point to remember is this is about political will. If the ECB wanted the Greek banks to keep receiving their funding, they will tailor the collateral rules to make that happen. Let's get into numbers. Patrick, you mentioned 89 billion. Previously, there was a haircut of about 25% or so on collateral. So you were looking at that 90 billion, let's call it, of cash equivalent being backed by about 120 billion of collateral. The Greek banks that I met, and this probably now seems like ancient history, but it was only about 10 days ago in Athens, or even less than that, nine or 10 days ago, were saying at the time that they had another 30 billion euros of cash equivalent collateral at the time. If you put in the new collateral rules announced overnight, you're down to about 10 billion ballpark collateral left. Now, the key point here to remember is that collateral almost effectively can be created. Um, you can post government bonds, you can post loans, you can post a lot of things as collateral. So it, yes, it's interesting that the haircut's been increased, but the haircut's been calibrated in such a way that actually the Greek banks don't run out of collateral, at least this time around. Should the collateral rules, the collateral haircuts be increased further, 
let's just say later this week or next week, the Greek banks can create more collateral. But ultimately, the question is, it's about political will. And will there be some kind of agreement between the European partners, the creditors on the one hand, and assuming now somewhat of a consensus among the Greek political leaders as of yesterday to get a deal done and stay in the Eurozone. Our base case remains that we remain in what our economists call grimbo, Greek limbo, rather than Grexit, though many other observers are already working on a Grexit as base case. Our base case remains grimbo. But either way, it's pretty grim for the Greek banks. The liquidity is very tight. When I said the money runs out in a couple of days, I didn't imply or mean to say that the banks will properly reopen in a couple of days. Effectively, uh, if you look at capital controls or deposit controls in other countries, once you impose it, putting it on is a lot easier than taking it off. Just one final point of detail on the collateral. It's not been publicly announced, I don't think, what the new rules are, but you estimate that it'll cost the banks an extra $20 billion in terms of collateral. So does that mean what a haircut is goes from 25% to 35 or something? It's a ballpark estimate, and it should be treated as that. We're estimating that basically about an extra $20 billion of the collateral that they had available will get used up by the new haircut. We think they're effectively, they will... ECB's calibration of the collateral haircuts will push them to the limit of what's available in terms of collateral. I mean, if you look at how the ELA has been increased over the last couple of weeks, they've definitely increased it just as much as needed to keep the system from collapsing, from falling over. They're rolling over just enough from having the system from falling over because I think ultimately if you pull the plug, so to speak, on funding, you effectively start a political process about whether or not Greece stays in the Eurozone as it is today. Effectively, the banks run out of funding. They're alive today, they're in coma, but they're alive today. Pulling the plug on funding means they're no longer alive. Well, with that rather dramatic painting of a picture, let me just go to Martin. What happens next? I mean, obviously, there are various scenarios that could unfold, but how do you see things ending up? Once the money runs out, the bankers are talking about a couple of scenarios. One is the creation of a parallel currency, which could be done by the government starting to pay civil servants and pensioners in IOUs, which can be used then to pay taxes in the future. And that could become a tradable currency, perhaps with the issuance of prepaid bank cards with these IOUs stored on the bank cards, which can then be used in stores as a currency to buy goods, etc. The other option, which is being talked about, um, if there was some kind of last minute 11th hour deal, then you would still need to recapitalise the Greek banking system. And that would be done potentially through the ESM, the European Stability Mechanism, which would inject capital into the banks, take ownership or at least uh, take a big stake in the Greek banks after they have probably sold or agreed to sell their international subsidiaries. What's left, they've got operations in the Balkans and there's a big Turkish bank that's owned by one of the Greek banks. They could also do this as part of a consolidation, so merge, say, four banks down into two, create a bad bank and then leave the good banks with the best assets in the bad bank held by the government. These are all options that are being explored. There are more questions really than answers, but this idea of a parallel currency is seen as an interim measure between 
staying with the euro and complete exit and the creation of a new drachma is what it would amount to. But nobody really knows how you get quickly to the creation of a new drachma. So you need a kind of interim solution. Thanks, Ronit and Martin, for those contributions. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. It's presented by me, Patrick Jenkins, the financial editor at the FT, and I'm joined by a team and an external guest every week. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.